0: all things automotive with the petrol head Nico Smith
1: Nico Smith someone oh we haven't got him on the line yet but uh, we'll get him on the line and uh, we want to say thank you very much to Raymond Perry who's the director of the Dennis Hurley Center and uh, as he spoke they feeding uh, many people who are homeless and who often go down to Etiqueni and Durban in the winter months because it is slightly warmer, although I do know that it's frickin' freezing there anyway, so I'm not quite sure how that works. But also, as Raymond was saying, they will engage with uh, ensuring that homeless people are supported, that homeless people are able to register, that homeless people can get their IDs, and we would like to hear more people um, engage in that particular space Donald and Rustenberg we just want to say how's it um we're gonna certainly oh yeah Donald the short left you're quite right we didn't play the short left today because we kind of felt like we had to shift our lens slightly for the day but nevertheless <laughs> Donald I love your message and we will actually look at uh, seeing how we can support it next week again for sure on the line is petrol head hello petrolhead how are you Nico?
0: Yes, I'm here.
1: Are you you on the line?
0: I'm on the line.
1: Can you hear me? Are you on the couch with a cup of coffee?
0: Yeah, coffee's done already. (laughs) I'll (laughs) make make one after this again. (laughs) So, so Nico,
1: I have to say that someone sent us a WhatsApp now saying, please ask the electric head.
0: Ooh, that's shocking. That's shocking.
1: Oh, you're so cheesy. <laughs> <laughs> but but he did ask a question. So before we go into anything else, I'm going to just ask that question of Petrolhead. Um, so his name is Steven. He hates cars. Really? Uh, hate he hates cars? Yeah, he says he's a car hater in Cape Town, and he wants to know what you think of the petrol-only Honda Fit, which you spoke about briefly, that he does like the hybrid, but the luxury tax, the ad valorem, the luxury tax may make it unaffordable.
0: Yeah, I, that, so the, the Honda we spoke about, that's unfortunately the problem. If you look at the, the hybrid car, it is a, I think it's awesome, but the price is just so much more than just the normal petrol one. You're never going to make it up in savings or the fact that you can use some electricity. So it's more a choice of, of saying, this is what I stand for, or I can afford this, as opposed to um, economic sense. So, yeah, I, I think it's ridiculous. I think, uh, well... Not ridiculous, but the, the fact is that um, it, it's crazy. Even the, the standard tax on our cars makes it, make it unaffordable because the, the tax on our cars is something like
1: 45%. So if you do have um, questions for Nico, you're welcome to SMS us and WhatsApp us as well. Nico. Yes. Uh, Jack in Durbin wants to know, what does DKW stand for? No freaking idea, Jack.
0: Um, Jack, um I'm not German, but initially the name comes from a Dampfkraftwagen, which is steam-powered car. So um, that, that was the initial na- name because they tried to make steam-powered cars. So the the original meaning for it was steam-powered car or Dampfkraftwagen. Maybe somebody in German can just help me with my pronunciation.
1: But what happened to those Dampfkraftwagens? So well, I, I, what happened is they tried to
0: steam-powered cars, which didn't really work well. Because imagine you have a car where you're going to make the fire. Um, and you have to have a boiler that boils water. So basically, it's like a train on, on the road. So they were heavy and difficult things to to, to um, when they break down. So they simply just realized that, that steam powered cars didn't work. And then um, what they did is they moved on to a little hobby engine, and they started making motorbikes. And uh, I think in the 1920s, DKW was the world's biggest motorbike, motorbike manufacturer. And then they used the acronym again, if I'm not mistaken, for uh, das, das, uh, das kleine Wunder. Um, the small Mariko, something like that, that the, the motorbikes could drive uphill. So, um, you know, gasoline-powered cars just was much easier and they made sense. So, steam-powered cars really never took off.
1: It does seem to me that uh, at a time like this, steam-powered cars would be a far better
0: <laughs>
1: option <laughs> yes. than gasoline.
0: It's easy to get water.
1: <laughs> just wow. at the tap. At We're the not, no, water doesn't come from the tap. it's not so easy to get water either anymore now that I come to think of that oh, so no.
0: and but also you're you gonna get some wood um, or some some uh, some firelighters so and, and it, but you can drive and dry at the same time. so what a bargain. Yes.
1: <laughs> Nico, I mean it's good to hear you laugh and it's it's good to have a moment of kind of like laughing and humor but I'm, I'm sure for uh, you and your team uh, who are working in the car industry, is um what what does the impact of um, the, the, the the petrol store shortage mean if there is a petrol shortage it's, it's no what,
0: what I, I want to almost say it, it depends on the area Michelle so in, yeah. in, in, in I'm in Victoria I want to say what petrol shortage so um, uh, some certain areas are definitely affected by this uh, of course uh, dealerships are affected by this um, dealerships have to close. Um, I know I spoke to some, some friends of mine in KZN. Um, when they saw the trouble coming, they, they, they hit the cars. <laughs> so they, they knew trouble was coming. So, of course, it, it, uh, it, it impacts people's livelihood. Um, uh, it yeah, it's really isn't a great situation, but that depends on the area. So the yeah. KZN really badly hit other areas. Don't know what's going on. But, of course, still the lockdown is not great for the motor industry because um, people are scared to go to dealerships to buy cars, which is understandable. Um, that means that um, uh, that affects people's salary in the motor industry. Some people might get salary, but salespeople, for instance, uh, and the dealerships make money on selling cars. If they sell less cars, there's less income. So it, it's not a great situation in the motor industry uh, at all. But, um, you know, we, we've, this too shall pass. So we've got to ride through this. And then, um, um, you know, we look to the future. We'll get through this. We just you've got to hang in there. We get through this. And you know, then, then we will, you know, things are changing. But I, I, there's definitely light at the end of the tunnel. So, You're definitely and, and, a prisoner of hope, eh? No, definitely, Michelle. You know what? <laughs> what I have really liked is how it just more and more feels like South Africans are standing together against this nonsense. And that's my hope for this. So, you know, more and more we say, you know, all South Africans, we're heartful and we're standing together, we're helping each other. That's a great thing. So uh, very good things can come from very bad things.
1: So, Nico, um, I'm, I'm just interested in terms of your work and your space, what does mm. this mean? Have you had any messages from your own space as well?
0: No, no. I've, I've found, I found, um, 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 like I said, some friends that I know to see how they're going. And in KZN, they in, they said, "Listen, things are really bad." So my heart goes out to them. But my work still goes on. So training still goes on. Um, we, uh, you know, we still training uh, people on how the cars work. Uh, driver training is very quiet. There's almost none. The courses are co- cancelled all the time uh, because, again, you don't, you can't. Have driver training, most of it happens in a car, and you you now want to isolate from anybody else. So, definitely, this has it makes it more difficult in the motor industry as a whole. Um, And that just as a whole, COVID makes it much more difficult.
1: Um, Someone just sent us a a WhatsApp to say when we were kids, the DKW was the Deutsche Kackwa. Nico, I know we've asked you this question before, but it comes Mm -hmm. up quite a bit, and, and I'd like to ask it from you again answer is yes. A slow... <laughs> I always <laughs> like a man who just says yes. Nico, a slow leak. Explain to us what a slow leak is.
0: Are we talking about a tyre, I guess?
1: Mm, we are. <laughs> Okay, so, so In fact, gonna... this is what I'm going to do. We need to go to a break. So let's go to the break first. And mm-hmm. when we come back, let's uh, answer that question. Don't forget, if you have any questions for Nico, let's just uh, take things onto a slow stream of conversation. Uh, you can talk about your cars. You can talk about whatever you like. Ask Nico the question. And if he can answer it, he will do it. And the SMS number is 41391. And the WhatsApp number is 0614104107. Or if you want to follow us on Twitter at SAFM radio. Hashtag SAFMJSB or at Mish Constant. Thanks a lot. SAFM 104 to
0: 107, nationwide, leading the conversation.
1: It's 852 and on the line we have our petrol head Nico Smith. We're going to questions around cars. I mean this does feel a strange thing, but as I said we try and shift the lens every now and again here on the show. Nico, um we were talking about the idea of of a slow leak, but before I go to that slow leak, I just want to quickly ask you, as uh, Jabu Chilwane in Hazy View has said, "Morning friends, I need to buy my first car." And Jabu's question is, "Is it going to be the Kia Picanto or the <laughs> or the Suzuki Swift?"
0: Suzuki Swift.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Jabu, how do you feel about that? <laughs> <laughs> Both why, are great okay, cars. T- tell, you why, do you say,
0: why do you say that? <clears throat> no, I, just, I guess that's what came up in my, what I thought. Yeah. Both are great cars. You can't go wrong. Uh, I, I like the Suzuki Swift, but both are good cars. So.
1: Okay. So uh, which one is more expensive? Do you know? Oh, no. J- Ajabu, of, I'm sure, can answer that. Off way. the
0: top of my head, they probably would be very close together. I mean, you wouldn't, there's not a huge difference in price. Yeah. But if you ask me the two, I'll pick the Suzuki.
1: Okay. Jabu, how exciting. It's your first car. There's nothing better than... Yeah, in, it, it is fabulous. It's,
0: uh, having your first car and having the freedom of the road on your own is awesome. So do yeah. enjoy it.
1: Well, Jabu's just sent us a message to say, I'm super happy about that. So Jabu, go wow. for it. Suzuki Swift. Um, Livingst- oh, yeah, Liv- Livingston wants to know, um, what, what are the points to check for when buying a pre-owned car? This is Livingston <laughs> in Sechechel. <laughs>
0: Livingston, the, the biggest thing for me that the car has a service history, that the car has done all the services. I would see if I can track down the previous owner. And um, uh, so, in other words, if you're buying it from a, a dealership, you can, a lot of the time, if you can find the previous owner and ask them, that would be great. If you're really worried, you can spend a bit more time to get a DECRA report. D DECRA, D E K E R A, I think. DECRA. Um, and what they will do is they, they will go through the car and have a look at every little detail and tell you, listen, there's a problem here, there's a crack on the gearbox, whatever. So that could be something that would that I would consider. I would always, if I'm buying a second-hand car, would try and rather buy something that's newer as opposed to something that's um, fancier and older because the um, if you get a, you can, let's say for the same amount of money, let's imagine it's 200,000 rands. For 200,000 rands, you can get a very old car that's maybe 15 years old but really nice, or you can get a smaller, newer car that's Five years old, um, uh, but the fact is that in the long run, that fi- the, the, that older car might have lots more things to fix and might be much more expensive. when the newer car is going to probably look after you much better. So that's my personal philosophy. I try to get something with low kilometres and um, have a look at the car and um, the condition. So if you, have, for instance, look at the rubbers, open the doors. If there's any paint on the rubbers, then that car's been in an accident. So you've got to be careful. So that's that's sort of the basics. I think that I that I would look for.
1: Just very very briefly, what is Dekra?
0: Dekra is a company that, that is independently tests cars. So in other words, um, if, if your car has a uh, – well, the, what they do is they take a car, you say, listen, just check the car for faults, basically. So they now go through the car, they have checks on everything. They look at the tires, the condition, they look at the CV joints, they look at uh, uh, cracks or damage on the engine, so anything like that. So they, you get a report back that says a right CV boot is cracked. Um, or engine K gearbox is, has got a crack or whatever, um, that whatever the, the, the fault is. So they think if you tell you the problems in the car, so you get like a printed out report. Um, so that's a good thing because um, then you know exactly what the story is with the car. If that says it's fine, then it's something to consider. If it says gearbox problem or, or gear, let's imagine again, gearbox crack, you've got to say, okay, well, what would that cost? Find out what the cost is of replacing that gearbox. And that's mm. the thing that you go, oh, maybe I shouldn't. Yeah. Uh, maybe, maybe it's something small, like a CV boot that's easy to fix, uh, but just basically like a rubber cover that that um, goes over the CV. So, in other words, some some things are simple, not expensive. Some things might be quite. If any engine or gearbox problem, I'd be a little bit wary.
1: If your gearbox was cracked, um, would that be very costly?
0: Yeah, no. That's. I mean, that doesn't necessarily happen all the time, but maybe an engine mounting is cracked. Whatever it is, so. Um, some things are small things, but if it's a if it's a major mechanical issue, you should be careful. That will be quite costly.
1: Okay, okay. Very briefly, because we're running out of time, um, uh, just let us know a um, uh, uh, slow uh, slow leak. Okay, so I've had a slow leak in my car. Well, basically,
0: what it means is um, something the air is slipping out of the tyre. Now, it doesn't normally just happen. Um, Air is going to escape. So nitrogen uh, bubbles are bigger; they're not going to escape that quickly. Air will eventually escape. So if you drive for two years without checking your pressure, that the you, you the tires are, are going to go flat eventually. But if you check the pressures all the time, that's fine. But um, what happens is, if you, for instance, I had a screw. I simply turned, uh, I simply looked under the wheel, and there was a screw inside the tire. So slowly it means that there's probably either a nail or a screw in the tire. And now what's happening is actually it's sort of plugging its own hole, but the air is escaping slowly. So a lot of the time I've seen it, I walk past the car and I see, hang on, that front right tire looks very flat. Um, So I normally tell the guy, listen, your tyre, your front right's flat, by the way. Have a look. But what happens is the air is escaping out. And as I said, normally something's stuck in the tire. But then it's easy to plug as long as you take a mushroom plug. In other words, a plug. And remember, about three, four weeks ago, I sent in Dosh some pictures of what a mushroom plug, look, plug looks like.
1: Mm. So
0: normally a slow leak is simply um, something in the tyre that's punctured it. It's plugging its own hole but it is escaping.
1: Yeah. So if we, um, a mushroom plug is, you don't need to, be, it means you just shove that plug in and you don't need to get a new tyre.
0: No. So a mushroom plug normally means that they take the whole tyre off. They clean it on the inside. It literally looks like a mushroom. So it's got a flat bit that goes on the inside of the tire. They push it through to the outside. They glue it, cut it, and you're good to go. I'm Like I said, it's on my car and on the front tires. I have no worries. I trust mushroom plugs. But actually, they're very good. Because just buying a new tire because there's a screw in it is very expensive. It's not not worth your while. I wouldn't do it.
1: You wouldn't do it. So there we go. So Livingston says, thanks so much for giving the information about the pre-owned car. We've got Jabu, who's extremely happy because he's going to get himself the Suzuki Swift. And uh, I want to say thank you to you, Nico. Just uh, look after yourself. Um, we appreciate your your input and your positive energy as always. Thanks, Michelle. Lovely chatting to you again. Go well. grab that cup of coffee, my friend. Um. Go, go grab that cup of coffee and have a braai, Nico. <laughs> yes, of course. <laughs> yeah. So there we have it. And uh, that's Nico Petrolhead. He'll be back next week at exactly the same time. Don't forget that uh, after the news, we're going to be going directly into our conflict resolution series. We've had a lot of people asking us if we can just look at the conversation more deeply and uh, spend a bit more time on it. And that's exactly what we will do. Nine o'clock time for the news. Good morning.